0: tall buildings at a
1: single
2: bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a
3: plane! It's- Lincoln! Lincoln, Lincoln, bo-bingon,
1: banana, banana, bo-bingon,
0: fee-fi-mo-minkon, Lincoln! They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. Gotcha. We're just talking about
4: Lincoln. Good
3: morning, Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the Buds of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Ware Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And there's a lot going on around the tri-state, the nation, and the world. And and we get back to parenting. Is it good parenting to leave your kid in an unlocked running car while you go do the DoorDash? Is that good parenting, a two-year-old? And you running in, taking food to somebody at the hospital, and you leave your two-year-old in the car running, unlocked. Is that good parenting? See, it all goes back to the parents. (laughs) I do do believe. I do believe. That was not good parenting. And how many times she has had to have heard about, remember the kids in Indiana? Who, the twins, you know, and one of them, I think, didn't one of them die? I think he did. I think one of them died. Uh, Didn't they hear about, didn't she hear about this? And so many other cases where people have tried to steal a car and there's kids in there. Where was she when all that news was going on? So, this believe me, this won't be the last story you hear about something like this. They, they, I, what do they do? Don't they listen? I tell you, I know you got to make a living, but you, how long were you gonna be in the hospital? I don't know. She couldn't have been in there that long for her kid to freeze, because I mean, if she had the heat on which you put up to the place, you turn the car off, you lock it, you run in there, you take the stuff, and then you come right back. You shouldn't even do that. It's got to be somewhere you can leave your kid while you're doing DoorDash. And some people say, oh, that's easier said than done. It costs so much for daycare, she wouldn't make any money. But it's got to be a better way. If you're going to do it, lock the damn car. Yeah. And so now uh, I'm not so glad they found the kid and the car and everything was okay. So now a judge is being praised for setting a high bun for the suspect accused of injuring a Cincinnati police officer. Hamilton County Judge, a Hamilton County Judge is receiving praise for the bond he set for the man accusing of attacking a Cincinnati police officer. The Fraternal Order of Police, Queen City Lodge 69, expressed their appreciation for, let me tell you, Republican Judge Bernie Bouchard, setting a $300,000 bond for Anton Walker. Yeah. Now, see, they probably he had all the information he needed to set a high bond. Now, I'm wondering if the black Democrats are getting all the information they need to set a high bond. But they're praising the Republican judge. See, this this thing has turned political. Yeah. $300,000 bond for breaking the kneecap of a police officer. And I would say that's appropriate, okay. I can go with that so uh the uh judge in the case that said a ten thousand dollar bond uh which the f o p said allowed an eighteen year old to post a one thousand uh, dollars one thousand dollars to be released. They didn't like that so much, okay. And let's see what do we have here. We got more um and uh, congrats to all the people that um it's not congratulations but thank you to people who showed up down at the uh, down at the what is it the, the the bus term not the bus terminal uh the <laughs> you know what I'm talking about down there with Irish yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And Government Square is what I'm thinking of. Government Square. I know it's going to pop up on my Facebook live screen. Government Square, Government Square. I I said it before. It pops up. But anyway, at Government Square, and thank you to all the people that showed up with Iris Rowley. And she probably should have been at home um, in bed, but she was out there. She was out there. So props to you, um, Iris Rowley we're getting the crew together and look at now the government squares are popping up. <laughs> yeah. I got it before you sent it to me. It popped in my mind. Anyway, uh yeah, people came out. I didn't think, I mean, they talked to the kids that were were there. They talked to them. It was awfully cool. I drove by there, but I had to pick my own granddaughter up from school, so I didn't get a chance to really stay. So, um, but I did pass by there uh, early. It was like two thirty, two forty, somewhere around in there. And I saw a few people, but um, thank you for all the people that showed up. Uh, did anybody see the video of this guy down at the uh, marathon station right down the street here? Mar on Eighth and uh, what is that? Eighth and what is that? Marathon and the White Castle. You know where I'm talking about. And did you see the guy who got out of his car and skipped over? That was a he was a white guy. And I'm telling you, ninety percent of the people who were down at that gas station are black. Ninety percent of the people who frequent that station are black. And I don't know whether the whether he knew the woman in the car or what. He had to have known her. To just get out of his car and he skipped before I even saw his face. I said that's not a black guy because he skipped over to, you know, he didn't walk, he skipped over to the car, opened the door and stabbed the woman. And I'm like, what the hell? It's just going, what did I just see here? She was just sitting in the car. And he gets out of his car and just skips over, has a knife in his hand, opens the door, and starts to stab her. What in the hell is going on with people nowadays? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, of course, they've made uh, an arrest in the attacks downtown and they, they I can't believe the the person they uh, a female in the second attack she was she's been linked to both attacks a female what the hell these girls are off the chain too and they're looking for I don't know if they found him yet I haven't seen the news Recently, did they find Romario Holloway? He's 14 years old. Who, who Who's going to hide this kid out? Some adult needs to take him in before the cops find him. Call Clyde Bennett and Clyde Bennett will get him in there safely. But. I don't know. Did did he get did they find him yet? I know they were looking for him last night. Romario Holloway, who's 14 years old. So we'll see. We will see. But I was shocked that they arrested well, I did see the female in the first attacks take the guy's phone. And I did see a female stomping on the guy in the second attack i did see that too so these girls off the chain too girls are worse than the boys nowadays in some cases yeah they're out of control uh remember the student who beat the teacher and she had brain damage. They had to cut part of her skull off because of her brain was swelling out of Corain High School. Where it turns out that some student offered this kid a little smoke from the vape, you know? And there were some kind of drugs in it that made him just go bonkers, go crazy. This is apparently This is uh, what Clyde Bennett, his attorney, is saying. said he's a good kid, comes from a good family. He took a smoke, took a hit from a vape, and went crazy. That's what they're saying. So we'll see. Uh, A couple other things. T. Higgins still... uh, that's still in limbo. Limbo. They've got, uh, I guess they've got about, oh, a little over a month to decide if they're going to put him as a, with the franchise tag, which he'll make more than 20-plus million a year. Or will they trade him to get draft picks? Or will they let him just go on out there into free agency? Which is going to happen? What is going to happen with T. Higgins? I would love to see T. Higgins back. We'll see. We will see. And will the Bengals try to use tight ends more this year since they see it seems like the teams with the good tight ends. Uh, Moving on. Will they go that way? Will they draft a good tight end or what? Yeah. There was a woman attacked at Popeye's. This is not here in Cincinnati. This is in uh, Missouri. A Popeye's manager in Missouri is facing a misdemeanor assault charge After allegations, she repeatedly hit a customer in a lobby of the restaurant. Uh, The woman said she went through the drive-thru at Popeye's uh, to pick up food for a friend's surprise party. They told me it would be 12 minutes for the chicken. They were out of mile, she said. I told them, okay, no big deal. Uh, They asked her to pull around, pull forward, so she did. She said, "Uh, after 20 minutes, say like, She went inside. You know, nobody came out after 20 minutes. She went inside, and um, the woman said uh, she was stunned what the manager had to say to her when she came in. She said, hey, I want a refund. (laughs) And she said, B, (laughs) there's no refund here. And she said, and then the woman said, you calling me a a B? And she said, I just want a refund. And that's all it took. She started wailing on me, the, the customer said. Surveillance camera footage captured the store manager coming out from around the counter, grabbing the customer by the hair from behind and repeatedly punching her, according to the St. Charles City Police Department. They always grab that hair. Those women, they always grab that hair, and they can control that head, and then they start to beat you. I've noticed that on these videos I see. The hair is the key. You don't let them get your hair. That's the key. Oh, boy. I tell you. So now she filed charges against the manager, and the manager says she was having a bad day. And uh, I think I got some audio on that. The manager, let's listen to a little bit of that, i tell you. And she'd like
4: to see the charges upgraded to a
5: felony.
6: The shift manager um, did tell the officer that she lost her head over the incident, that she has a lot of personal issues going on. Now, what those personal issues are, we don't know.
4: Everybody has a bad day, but I did not deserve that. Nobody would have deserved to do what she did to me. Okay,
3: so, oh, that, that, yeah, so uh, she had a bad day. Hey, you can catch people when they're having a bad day, and they'll beat the hell out of you. That's what happens. They will beat the hell out of you. Uh, a mother was banned from dropping kids off at a Christian school uh, after they saw an OnlyFans ad on her car. I remember, I only I, didn't, I knew nothing about, only fans until a few a few weeks ago when there was a story there can you believe that uh, raven how did they see only fans on her car i don't see i don't know what she had they said only fans ad on her car did she have a bumper sticker or something with only fans on it i'm not sure uh, central florida of course it's florida she's been banned from uh, dropping her kids off at a private christian school because of an advertisement for her OnlyFans account on her vehicle. Michelle Klein says the school is making her park across the street, which forces her kids to cross a busy road uh, to go down the sidewalk and walk through the parking lot to get to school. That is, unless she takes the ad for the adult content site off of her car. Okay, so if you don't want your kids to walk, across the busy street, take the damn ad off your car. There's another case of bad parenting again. You're you, you going to put your kids at risk for an OnlyFans ad. Take the damn ad off your car. I tell you. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 12.30, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln where with you. It is Thursday. Yes, it is. And I saw sunshine this morning. Sunshine, finally. Man, I was going to have to get some vitamin D in a minute. Geez, that sunshine was hard to come by. But it's here today. All right, uh, Miss Nettie and others. First, we got to go to my good friend Lisa Baker down there at the Crime Stopper headquarters. How you doing, Miss Baker?
2: I'm good, Lincoln. Where did I hear you say you rolled through with your windows up and your doors locked? <laughs> no. Square?
3: No, I didn't. Is that what I
2: heard you say?
3: <laughs> no, you didn't hear me say I, I, I Actually, I huh? saw Arielle down there. She was doing some other marketing stuff down there, and I'm like, what the heck are you doing down here? But anyway, uh, I just rolled through because I had other obligations yesterday. That was like the spur of the moment. Iris, hey, let's go down there to Government Square and do the it was spur of the moment. I had other obligations going on.
2: Mm-hmm. She spoke and the people listened.
4: Yes, yes.
2: Good morning, listeners. We are looking for two people today. The first one, Robert Robbie, who goes by Robbie, Robert Charles Ogle, who goes by Robbie. He's wanted for having weapons under disability. Robbie is a black male. he's forty one years old. he's five foot eleven and two hundred pounds. Robert Charles Ogle has a history of drug charges and he frequents the twenty two hundred block of Vine Street in Clifton. We're also looking for Ryan Marshall Looney, who's wanted for burglary. Ryan Looney is a white male. he's thirty five years old. he's six foot four and two hundred and fifty pounds. He has a history of resisting arrest, last known to live on Baltimore Avenue in Millville. So if any of your listeners know where detectives can find Robert Charles Ogle, who goes by Robbie, or Ryan Marshall Looney, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All
3: right, 352-3040, night or day, cash money for your clues. Did they ever find that 14-year-old they were looking for?
2: I you know. Can't. I can't confirm. Yeah, okay. I cannot confirm or deny. Oh, boy. Confirm.
3: All right. I'm nope. not sure. Okay. All right. Let me know if they do. Okay,
2: Lincoln. All
3: right. We'll talk to you. All right. That's uh, Lisa Baker, Crime Stoppers. Let's move along. Let's go to my good friend, Miss Nettie out there in beautiful, beautiful yeah, Lincoln Heights. beautiful
1: Hanks. Lincoln Heights. Yes. Well, I'm going to say this to you. Lincoln, is it all right to say the hell with you and whatever else? Yeah. Good. Okay. First thing I want to wish my granddaughter, Felina... She's married, but that's her birthday today.
3: Okay. What does her her being married have to do with her birthday?
1: (laughs) Well, earlier I had said her on the prayer list. Okay. I said her name wrong, but I've added it. It's Grisby now. Okay. Now, to Sharon Ware, the first lady of Walk and Talk. Yes. To Raven Mundy on the ones and twos, and to the real Terrence Howard. Now, I'm going to say this. The hell with the ones who saying I didn't say throw away no key. I said lock them up. But give them some anger management. I don't know if that'll work, but at least a couple of classes won't hurt. Yes. Give them some anger management. And, Lincoln, thank you for being on the air. And I'm sending a shout-out to Sakia. Yes. Who is always a warrior for my brother. All right. And I just want to tell you that I love you on the radio and I love raving on the radio, All and right. I don't care about the haters, cause I got to love them anyway. Lord Jesus, sometimes it's hard. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay. oh, and Mr. Melvin, Melvin, would you say something to Lincoln? Oh, jeez. How you doing, young man?
3: Uh, how you doing, Mr. Melvin? <laughs> 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 Mr. Frog. You got a
1: birthday coming up, so I just wanted to okay. let you know, and I'll be calling you back then. But I called you on Tuesday. Now yes. Wednesday. This is Thursday. Okay. Yes. 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 So I'm trying to keep the rule and regulation going. Can you dig
3: it? Wait, you called me when? When did you I call? I called me?
1: you on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes,
3: you did. You did. Yes.
1: Oh, honey. I believe me. I write down my day. Okay.
3: That's great. I'm glad. All
1: right. And you have a blessed and beautiful day.
3: All right, Miss Nettie. Thanks Thank for your you. call. All right. It's great to start the day with Miss Nettie. Stan Aronoff. People remember him. Stan Aronoff. Uh, he has passed away. Yes. And he's responsible for the Aronoff Center. Yeah, they, you know, he got the state money down here to help with that, and uh, they named it after him, Stan Aronoff. Yeah, died at the age of ninety one. Ninety one man. Jeez. Died January. Okay, January thirty first. Yeah, yesterday. And we start off Black History Month today. Yes. Today is the first day of Black History Month. How about that? And uh, we'll give you some Black History facts coming up throughout the month. Some locations, places to go for Black History Month. We'll have all that for you right here on 1230, The Buzz. Oh, I feel like some blues on a Thursday morning. (laughs) The smaller the club, the bigger the party. And that's true. People like to be jammed in, can't move. They love it like that. The smaller the club, the bigger the party. Uh Uh-huh. Johnny Taylor, still the favorite. And Bobby
7: a
4: jukebox and no DJ. a, just jukebox, a jukebox and no
7: DJ. And no How about
4: DJ. That?
3: <laughs> All right. The 1230 WDBZ, the, the Buzz of party. Cincinnati, Your Talk Stage. I got to play that on the Sunday Soul Classics. That's an old blues classic there from, I think that's Mel Waiters. Wasn't that Mel Waiters? Yeah. The smaller the club, the bigger the party. Yeah. And they don't even have a DJ, just a jukebox. And you good to go. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lloyd Austin is having a press conference, his first press conference since his uh, since he was in the hospital. And I wonder if he's going to take any questions and ask answer any questions. I don't know. But he's there. Uh, and I think they uh, hit some sites. The U.S. hit some drone sites. And. And more to come. Lloyd Austin says, I did not handle this right. Duh. No, you didn't handle it. Right. A man in your position. When you're going to be, when you're going to the hospital for a certain amount of time, you got to let somebody know. All right, Ray, how you doing?
8: What's up Lincoln? What's going on, man? This, uh, these beatings is taking on a new life up and down the, uh, uh, the news cycle,
4: yes, Yes.
8: all day, every day. But, Lincoln, like, let me say a couple of things. I'm getting sorry. I'm getting sick and tired of these bad teen sympathizers always coming to the defense of bad behavior.
4: Yeah, and
8: to say we need to help them. Yeah, yeah, maybe some can be helped. But you remember over the, over the years, Lincoln, you, me, and and other people. When you get to a point where you're 15, you're 16, and 17, and let me ask you a question: Do you know that uh, they know the difference between right and wrong? Right.
9: Uh, they
3: should at that age.
8: Yeah, and they know that they could have killed and, and after that beating and stuff. Well, they know that they could have killed someone.
3: Do they know that? Did they really know that? I don't know. <laughs> now, that part, I don't know. Uh, you know. I know they knew right from wrong. They should not have been ganging up on this dude. But did they know they could really permanently damage this kid by stomping him in the head like that? Did they know that?
8: Yeah, yeah, they do, because when you're 15, 16, 17, at that, at that point, you're pretty much old enough to drive. And when you're old enough to drive, you're old enough to obey the, okay, the traffic what about, law. Okay, what
3: about the 14-year-old that they're still looking for, if they haven't caught him by now?
8: Well, the 14-year-old, he's probably been doing that for the last two or three years. And I'm going back to say, remember, you've always said, when you're 15, 16, and 17, and sometimes 14, you're too late. You got to get to those p- kids when they're eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve, right? Yes. You've yes. always said that. Yes. And so you—that's when you got to get to them. And so and so just just think, Lincoln. Like, and, and I was watching the news last night. and these four teens, they pled guilty to shooting and killing some some uh, another teenager in, in Avondale. I think it was on Reading Road, right at the corner of Reading Road. And uh, across from the town, uh the Avondale Town Center, mm-hmm. they all pled guilty, and they were teenagers. Right, right. Now, now, you're going to sympathize. You're going to sympathize with them. They were in a car. They were gunning him down. Yeah. And there was another teen who was killed because they wanted to kill his brother. You heard that too, yeah. right? Yes, I heard that. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, you're going to sympathize with him. Now, all those sympathizers, Lincoln. Uh, do you think they were sympathizing with, with the, uh, the racist writers on January
3: 6th? Oh, the sympathizing? No, they weren't. I'm sure blood they weren't. weren't.
8: Yeah. And they wanted blood. They wanted them in jail and prosecuted. Okay. So where's the help for them? I'm just saying that at some point there, there's two kind of, there are two type of people out there, Lincoln. There are the ones that will condone bad behavior and think that they can get to them. And there's one, and there's some that just, they want to punish for doing bad deeds. That's all it comes down to. You know, it's just, it just uh, they're sympathizers, and you know who they are because they called yesterday.
3: <laughs> they call every day. They call
9: every day.
8: Yeah, they call every day. So at some point, and I hope it's not their son or their daughter or their mother, there was a lady who was jumped. Uh, she said it was last year, I oh, think. Oh, at,
3: at Kroger? Uh,
8: the woman I don't remember jumped. where it I was. Think, but she said, and yeah. then they started laughing like it was fun to them.
3: Yeah. That's crazy.
8: That, that's a white insane. lady.
3: Yeah, I think she was jumped at Kroger somewhere on the west side of town.
8: Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, at some point, you just gotta. Those 15, 16, 17, sixteen, seven—they're gone. They know the difference between right and wrong. What? They're like when an eighth, what ninth, tenth, eleventh grade, seventeen, or maybe in the twelfth grade. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, you know the difference between right and wrong. And and as far as holding the parents responsible, they're holding this this killer's uh, parents responsible. Yeah, they are. White
3: guy. And she's uh, she's on trial now, and his trial is next uh, next uh, a month, I think. Yeah, they're they're holding yeah. them responsible.
8: Yeah, the, I think the hardest thing for a parent when your fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year old kid goes out that door, you don't know what he's yeah. going to do. Yeah, but okay. if you but if he you have to be responsible for his
3: right. upbringing but from if the talk, time he was born, if you talk to him and make sure you know that their head is on straight, then you'll be all right with them when they leave the house. But if you never talk to them, you're cussing them out every five minutes and you're doing all this as they grow up, then you're going to get what you get.
8: Yeah. Yeah. And so you you can't get to them. The parents can't get to them when they're 16, 17, they're gone. Yeah. And it's got to start from the time they're born when they're three and four and slap their hand when they do something bad. You know, I'm just saying it's it's just, it's, too many sympathizers out there,
3: Lincoln. All right, Ray. All right. Thanks, all right. thanks, for, thanks for your call. 513 749 1230. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon at 1. It's my good friend, Revan Al Shopton. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. Let's go to Perry. Perry, how are you?
10: I'm all right this morning. Nigga, how you
3: doing? I'm hanging in there. What's up?
10: Yeah, only keeping it real part, keeping it real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is what you call the aftermath of conditional self-enslavement.
4: Okay, explain and, that
10: to me. Got to break the cycle. It's going to take a long time, but people don't know that
3: our Ex- kids... Explain self-enslavement. Explain self-enslavement.
10: That, okay, it's almost like, <laughs> mm, when you doing it yourself, they ain't got to do it to us. We're doing it to ourselves now. Okay. Okay, and, and what I'm saying is that, again... You know, it's it's just sad because it ain't no quick fix. You know, it's a it's a self conditioning thing. And the man, and I'm gonna pick you back on the gentleman who just hung up. Yeah, you got to get a real young. That's why God even said, yeah. is, get the babies, because we been conditionalized. I mean, don't nobody know the trauma. All a I'm a I'm a grown man, Lincoln, and and they don't know the traumatization we don't went through going through this system. And I'm just speaking for myself. And I know I got a voice for a lot of people, but I'm just saying. This, we've been systematically traumatized. They talk about the Holocaust. Yeah. They talk about what's going over there. And, 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 you know, all these wars. Yes. Ours is ongoing to this day. And, and so we're going to have to do it. Because they can't do it for us. It, it, we got to do it for ourselves. And, 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 and I'm, I'm sad because of the fact I've seen it. And and, and and you had to put yourself back. What were you doing? We, you know, we come from a different era, uh, upbringing.
4: I don't know how old daddy are you
10: pick my granddaddy old? and the belts and things. And God even said it. Yes. You spare a ride. You are gonna spoil that child. Yeah, you think so you so? got a bunch of spoiled people out here. But but I ain't gonna. I just wanted to say that, naked because I'm so proud of you, man, and what y'all do, and getting that voice out there. But I'm me myself. I'm just, I'm I'm gonna tell you. I just, I, I, me of myself, watching my father who fought in the Korean War for this place. Yes. Number one, this place is the first floor of hell. That's why it's all messed up. But all I'm saying is that they bought us here, they bought our elders over here as slaves. But we're going to be the one to save because we've been so traumatized for 400-plus years. Okay, and now when they see well, it, in front of when their face, does that oh, that's bad. when that's does that's that trauma end,
3: Perry? Perry, it. Perry. Through. Perry, how do we end that trauma? I mean, we when I mean that was, I mean, slavery was over in eighteen uh, what sixty three, sixty five, somewhere around in there, and yeah. and uh, depending on where you live, you might live in Texas, maybe, but when we, when can we stop blaming? slavery on how we're acting today. Can that ever happen? Will we ever be able to stop blaming slavery on how we're acting today? It's got to be some point.
10: We are not going to be able to end slavery because, for one thing, I mean, that was the livelihood of this whole world, slave labor. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's over now. It's over. They are. And I'm going to say it like that. But the only thing that will help us is prayer right now. I'm telling you. Because don't nothing else work. And somebody told me not to put my faith in man, and I'm not, because their system sucks. Somebody told you not okay. to do what? Not to put my faith in man.
3: In man. Oh, in man. In man. In M-A-N. man. Okay, man. Okay.
10: And they system. Yeah. Because I'm in this world, but I'm not of it. So I'm just saying, yeah, it's going to be here. Because look what year we're in now. January. I mean, February the 1st. Well,
3: are you one of these people to think Jesus Christ is coming back. <coughs>
10: Jesus is Jesus is is us. We his kids. (laughs) It's all us, man. It's all us, black men, black women. It's our turn now. You either pick up that belt and run with it politically. Uh, See, they, uh, Lincoln. I'm just glad y'all doing what y'all doing. All right, I'm gonna do what I can do because that's what my mama told me. Don't worry about what I can't do. Just do what I can. All right, keep praying, Perry. Be active for the last forty years,
3: Perry. I got to run. I want you to keep praying.
10: That's that's all
3: you we got. All right. Thanks ben. for your call. Okay. and uh, See, praying, I don't know. You got to do more than pray. God's not going to put it in your lap. You got to get up and do something. Let's take a break. 1230, The Buzz. Uh-huh. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln, we're with you. New York City police, I know Iris Roley will love to hear this one. New York City police have to track the race of people they stop. Will others follow suit? This week, New York City mandated that police officers track the race of people they stop for questioning. A move that could help curtail uh, racial disparities, in policing and spawn similar changes for departments nationwide. Yeah. So uh a little bit of um uh, you know, Iris Rolly in there and the collaborative agreement. Yeah. All right. Let's move along. 749 1230. 513 is the area code. Let's go to, uh, let's see, Bill is up next, then uh, Ozzy and Blade. Bill, how you doing?
11: I'm doing great. I've been listening to the program, and I agree with people like Ray, um, and I agree with you, Mr. Ware, even though I'm shocked.
3: What are you shocked about?
11: Uh, The fact that you are, you know, on the right track instead of the wrong track. And (laughs) when I say the wrong track is is that, you know, as people – I'm talking about as grown folks. Uh, some of us are into the uh, the syndrome of stinking thinking, knowing you know what's right and what's wrong. You know it's wrong with what these kids are doing, and it's wrong that these parents and adults are you know justifying their behavior. Uh, did you call me? Y- did you call me yesterday? No.
12: Okay,
3: I didn't think you did. Some people no, on Facebook. I play live by the rules. That. Yeah, okay. I, I figured you did, Bill. I just wanted to check.
11: That's okay. Yeah. I play by the rules, okay? But I I am also gonna play by the rules of right and wrong. These kids know better. And what I'm sick of is these these adults and everything justifying their behavior. Oh, they're just kids, man, you know. Oh, you know, weren't you once a kid and everything? But you know what? I wasn't a kid when I went around beating up on elderly people. I mean, I you know, I picked on them and all that here and there and all that, but never in a situation where I went and put my hands on somebody elderly and all that, knowing good and well that, they, you know, their siblings that come after me and all that. You know, I know better. But, I mean, this is just out of control. And like I said, it's these parents that are justifying everything. And it's like, you know, they're pouring the fuel in the fire. Yes, I mean you know the you, you know uh, the man over in Washington Park. For what I understand, his siblings are looking for these kids. And can I say you know you you saying that you don't want to be harsh of calling them names? Yeah, I call them names. Can I call them the BAS? T-A-R-D-S. Uh, <laughs> Can I call them that? Well, because
3: that's what they are. I mean, not you. do you know what the meaning of a bastard is? Okay. How do you know? That? Yeah, you don't know whether do. they all are. So you can't say that, Bill. You don't know those kids.
11: Well, I know the fact that what they're doing is wrong. That's what okay, I know. Okay,
3: Well, maybe you know that, but you don't know whether they're bastards or not. Thanks for your call. I got to move on. Let's go to Blade. Blade, how you doing? What's up? I'm ha- I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. You, I don't know. You hey, tell we, me which way is up. That's what I want to know. Which way is up?
13: I don't know. One day you say up is up. then The next day you say it's down. Hey, but anyway, hey, we're living in some serious times. This is 2024, and um, we need to stop playing games. Uh, the last two talk- callers are hypocrites. Bill never been married. Never been around kids, and don't have kids. So whatever he say, he's a joke. He's sixty years old, and he act like he calling you like he's on crack or something. You <laughs> need to stop playing. This stuff is nothing to play with. And your last caller didn't his um, daughter um, uh, tricked him out of two thousand to take a shot, and I bet you she didn't take that shot.
3: Oh, that was uh, Ray. Yeah, yeah, he paid her twenty five hundred,
13: twenty six hundred yeah, dollars to take the shot. Order to take a shot, and I bet you she can take a shot, but anyway, hey, uh my point is that um we we still plan to I think we've been hooked hooked went, and I think you have too because no. we always flip back and talk about the black community, but we never talk about what the white community's doing. The white community has justified laws for their kids not to go to jail for them not to go to go to jail and compromise, and they get to go to um as we say. To the, free crack house, uh, to, to the free crack house to get cracked, and then they go and say they go to the free rehab. So we, we have nothing set up for our community. We should take it case by case and quit flipping the script. Media has tricked y'all again. I think in this, in this, in this situation, we are all guilty, in, 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 including you. They have played you oh, played, have, have played your gatekeepers, because when your gatekeeper came on yesterday, he, he broke down the system.: Who was the gatekeeper? No,
3: Who was the gatekeeper yesterday?
13: Oh, uh, you got him on speed down. You got all your gatekeepers on speed down. I forgot the judge or the lawyer <laughs> name.: Oh Fernan bro- Rucker.: Yeah. He, he broke down the system very well, but after the end of it, he had no solutions. He's part of the problem too. So oh but I don't I don't know. Are 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 we allowed to bring up white white collar uh white crime? Yeah. Because media once again, media's got you looking at what? Two or three incidents, uh uh so called black kids uh, looping it every hour, every fifteen minutes. So we've been played and uh I think we need to stop it, uh Mr. Ware. And they playing you too. Thanks Thank for
3: you. your call. All right. And they've already played you. Blade all right, let's move along. 749-1230, 513 is the area code.
6: What's up, Ozzy?
3: Hey, Link,
6: how you feeling, bro?
3: Pretty good. What's on your
6: mind? And, and that cat's the only person I know of that lost a uh, Chick-fil-A <laughs> restaurant. And all you got to do is turn on the open sign, and all of them are food. How do you? And he's going to come and give yeah. us, us advice, please. Yeah.
3: Well, hey. actually, I don't think you can own a Chick-fil-A. You can exactly. only. Yeah,
4: yeah.
6: I said that last year, earlier, or two years ago, and he got mad at me because I told him about that. But you don't lose that franchise license to run a franchise when the place, all you got to do is open up the, or put on yep. the open sign. Yep. So don't give us no advice no more. <laughs> Lincoln. Yeah. Here's what I want to say is that Mark Zuckerberg yesterday said he apologized for the things that have come over the internet through his company that have harmed the children. What we see happening in our community does have to do with the internet and music and the violence, and our children have grown up on it. But once again, I want to say I don't blame them as much as I blame us who have done the crack and began this violence. And so they're just living in the aftermath of the things that we started. We first must take responsibility. When I say we, I'm talking about us who are the older crew who was involved in the crack epidemic. We have to first take responsibility of it and clean up our mess. And these children are our mess. We first must take responsibility for the actions that we did that inspired these children to become who they are. Some were inspired to do better. Some were inspired to do worse. We're responsible for that. Let us take responsibility and fix the problem in our community. We then can say that we did what we could do to do what needs to be done to help these children.
3: Thank you, my brother. Thanks for your call. All you Hulu folks. Uh, just like Netflix, Hulu is getting ready to crack down on password sharing. So, uh, if you if you're mooching off of your best friend's account, your parents' account, or whatever, hey, the freeloading days are over. The streaming service said yesterday send an email notifying subscribers that it would ban sharing accounts with people outside of their household in March. Yes. So um, get ready for Hulu to crack down. Cracking down. All right, we've got news coming up, and we'll come back, and we'll talk to you. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Thing. I've had money and cars expensive
1: girls and bars and I've always had my own song to say oh, but you came along
3: They don't write songs like this anymore
7: song, and I never,
3: never felt like this way before, before. Can, this be real? can this be real This, this love I feel this they don't write them like that anymore. 1230 WDBZ. The buzz of Cincinnati. Your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon. No, they don't make them like that anymore. Uh, let's see. We've got, uh, oh boy, everybody's favorite caller. Who do you think it is? I'm just joking when I say everybody's favorite caller. Okay. So now who do you think it is? <laughs> Marcus, how you doing?
14: Hey, I'm doing all right, home slice. How you feeling, brother?
3: I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging hey, in there. Uh, uh, How you feeling uh, is should be the question because, like I say, the last time I saw you, you were barely moving around.
14: Brother, the last time you saw me, I was doing all right for a man that had a knee replaced two weeks ago. Oh, you know, so you had I, just had I your I knee mine replaced. I done on okay. the 19th, and I was out. Uh, putting up signs two weeks later. My doctor said I was doing way over the normal,
3: uh, you, were, you know. Well, the way you were moving, it looked like you had just left the operating table. <laughs> yeah,
14: I, I hear you, brother. <laughs> uh, you you find people be out uh, doing that kind of work after two weeks. But, uh, you know, so people had me uh, listen to your show yesterday. It, I mean, it, it, it gets sillier, Lincoln, and, uh The fact that all the legal people that I know called me about calling dude a dumbass. And uh, legal wear, they were laughing about it. You know, they were like, you know, the way he came at me. And he came at you.
3: you, He should have came at you like that. And I'm sure if he sees you. Like when he was dead wrong. And if he sees you in public, he'll probably tell you the same thing again.
14: What? what? Tell me what that he was dead wrong oh, and all his, all of his cats laughing at him now. Oh, and, please, he, he was he
3: was right on point. He was right no, on he point. Was Ware.
14: everybody laughing he, at the point? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. But
3: they're laughing to keep from crying because he's filling out the truth. He's telling you exactly what's going on down there, and I appreciate him calling to tell us that.
14: Lincoln, where you said you was gonna- because
3: we would never hear kind of that kind of stuff from you. Uh, Marcus, uh, and your so-called, end quote, friends, friends. Lay, lay you
14: where? Really, brother? I mean, you have um, two type of prosecutors down there. You got city and you got the county. And like the brother said, they setting y'all up. The city is letting all this stuff go so they'll do the buying thing in six months. They're trying to bring back that three strikes you out. And I keep telling folks that. And, and y'all just gonna be like, "What hit us?" No, nah, the brother don't told you four, five times they about to uh, jack your kids up, and 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 White Lion could tell you that
3: when he when he mad as hell when he called in. Now, what's he mad about? What's he mad
4: about?
14: Ma- he mad about the fact that people walking around downtown, and if there, if that had been five white dudes that jumped on a black dude. It'd have been crazy out here, and and that's racism.
3: Okay, it would that have been crazy. Okay, it, it would have been crazy. How how would it have been crazy if it had been five white guys jumping on a black guy? How would have have been crazy?
14: You'd have had all the poverty pimps and everybody else trying to make a few dollars no. down at City Hall, no, going off about First it. First of but all, all aware, that
3: that I, that I, wouldn't have happened, but. Uh, I hear you. Okay. You know you making up these little stories to try to make things. That's
14: that's, that's believing. Listen to me, folks. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this one more time. The people that are prosecuting you, as it pertains to your commercial properties that do not want to see black wealth, those are city prosecutors. Those are city prosecutors. The people who are not. Letting that stuff get bumped up to the county prosecutor so they could prosecute uh, the adults on felony is the city of Cincinnati. It's a national thing. Those kids get that stuff off the Internet. And they see that, okay, Democrats are letting
3: us get oh, away with that, this. Those kids are not looking at stuff like that. Are you kidding me, yes, Marcus?
4: They, get, no,
3: that's no, no. all they look at. Oh, the kids, oh, so, okay, he's Democrat, so I'm going out here and do some stuff because I'm going to get off because he's a Democrat. Give me a break, Marcus.
14: they looking at it because it's in an urban at, area. They're not looking at and that And they stuff. see that are you people me? getting the hell. Well, look at San Francisco. Look at I mean, you can look at that all day, Uh, kids running around beating the hell out of people. You can look at Chicago, St. Louis. These kids see that stuff, they pick it up, and they bring it to your city.
3: When they see that these people are are not going to jail for doing the stuff, walking into Walgreens, stealing all they can, and walking right out the door, they see that in person. So then they start doing it. They don't go online looking this stuff up, Marcus, like you say they
4: do. I gotta well, go.
14: They gotta look at it. It's, it's in all their feeds we can So, but Joe Biden and them are gonna use it. They're gonna put your kids in jail again. Then the women are gonna use, lose their welfare. Oh and God. when you lose your welfare, they're gonna put you out and they're gonna put illegal immigrants oh in your God. house. And, and talk to your mayor.
3: Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. He's reading from the Republican talking points. We got to scare these black folks so they won't vote for Biden. Here's what you say to scare them. They're going to lose their welfare. They're going to put their kids in jail. You got to say all this stuff to scare all the black folks. And Marcus is going right down the list saying what the Republicans want him to say. Yeah. (laughs) Welfare talking points. Remember Ronald Reagan and the Welfare Queens? Remember that, the Welfare queen? Oh, boy. Unbelievable. All right. uh, uh, Let's see. Ramona. Let's go to Ramona. Ramona, how are you?
5: All right. How are you today, Lincoln Ware? Okay. Hey, I was calling about uh, the incident with the kids, uh, 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 jumping on the one kid. And I and I just want to say something, and I know people hate when people just keep referring to the Bible and Bible scriptures, but it's already written in Hosea 4, uh, 6. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge, because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee, that thou shouldst be no priest so no to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Now look at our children of today. They they are a mask, but I'm calling with a solution. And the solution is they don't have no safe haven. We got to get these kids more active and involved in things that are positive. They got too much time on their hands. And, and, and too much time ain't nothing but idle time for the devil's workshop. And that's why we have all these things. And yeah, they got a lot of different influences, like the child is in the middle. And you know, better parents and monitoring or, or whatever, or what, what have us. But I know. Pointing fingers—it's not the time for that. Condemning parents and the kids is not the time for that. It's time for coming up with solutions.
3: Okay, do you have any? Do you have any solutions?
5: Yeah, I just said we—we we need to come up with safe havens. More safe. things that because I know parents work and they already have no hard time with the cost of food and with gas costs and everything going to rise. But maybe if we can find more. Free things. I know the city took a lot of free activities out of the African American neighborhood. Yeah. No, 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 not too many recreation centers. that didn't go to. They free. got they got
3: centers open after school everywhere. The rec centers are open in every well, maybe neighborhood. We
5: start, maybe we need to start promoting that more and, and, and getting the information out there about these about these different uh, entities that that's there to help single parents out or what have you. But I know we just have to quit pointing fingers and always quit to condemn and judge instead of love and come up with a solution that's better for all. And by the way, I want to say this. I wrote a book. It's called Heavenly Gift. It's a devotional. It's for anybody, any age. But I know we can do better. All right. We can do better as people. We can do better as a community. And, it's, and it starts with love and understanding. Yeah. I hear you. All right, Ramona. That's it. That's it. That's all I want to say. That's all. That's Appreciate all you your know. call. Appreciate you your call. Have a blessed day. You have right. a blessed day, and and may God keep you safe. All right, your and life, and pray, right.
3: pray for me, Ramona. Pray for me.
5: Actually, I'm praying for the world. We <laughs> okay. all need it, and pray for me.
3: Thanks for your call. All right, there we go. Five one three seven four nine twelve thirty. What is code switching? Code switching. Why black Americans say they can't be themselves at work. And this, this may be you that I'm getting ready to read about. As one of a few black women in corporate offices where she worked, Regina Lawless took, pl- took pains to blend in. She donned conservative blazers, wore low wedge heels and tucked her hair in a wig instead of wearing natural hairstyles or braids. Echoing speech patterns of her white colleagues, she avoided African-American vernacular English, spoke in a quieter voice, and uh, buttoned down her mannerisms. Even in casual moments around the water cooler, she constantly monitored how she carried herself and chatted about the latest episode of the Game of Thrones instead of Insecure. Yeah. I was coming in as a young black woman and I didn't want them to think of me as unprofessional or ghetto or pick your negative stereotype of black women. She said it was my way not to have people question my competence or my professionalism. And for many black and brown workers, this is the routine or familiar uh, uh, as breathing lawless was code switching, meaning she changed her appearance, speech and behavior to fit in And put others at ease. Does anybody recognize that person? Is that you? If that's you, give me a call at 513-749-1230. Or maybe it's not you now, but has that ever been you? Maybe you got your a brand new job in corporate America and you wanted to fit in. So you change the way you talk. You change the way you dress. You change the topics. Subject you talk about, yeah, they talked about Game of Thrones instead of Insecure. Is that you?
5: I don't understand how people don't like know what this is. Like maybe even if you don't know the the term cold switching, you know what it is. We a lot of us do it inherently. Like yeah. we don't even think about it when we're doing don't it. Don't think about if it. If you got a quote unquote customer service voice you code switch. You even do it between like (laughs) different groups of people that you are familiar with. You speak differently with your friends than you would with maybe your family. Or you speak differently to kids than you would with like elders or something like that. A lot of times you don't even think about it. And we have a history of, wanting to do that to be accepted in spaces. That's why things like respectability politics are a thing and things like assimilation. That was a big thing for us to to be able to work in the workforce. You had to assimilate. You had to straighten your hair and dress a certain way and calm down certain things because you were in a predominantly white space. That's what that is.
3: You couldn't talk the talk like you do with your friends or walk the walk. Yeah. You had to adapt. Is that you that I was just reading about? Is that you? Was that ever you? Huh? All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we with you. 1230, The Buzz. 12:30 WDBZ The Buzz of Cincinnati Your Talk Station It's Lincoln Ware on a Thursday and looks like we got Sean we got uh, a White Lion and David Whitehead all holding on Uh Sean how are you
9: What's going on Uncle
3: I'm hanging in there how you Sean doing?
9: I'm doing all I'm right. I'm doing good, bro. I just want to touch bases on that issue you're talking about with the kids, man. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a firm youth advocate out here, and I stay in these streets. You feel me, trying to get these youngsters utilized and organized. But I got some solutions. I'm not here to talk about problems. Everybody got problems, no solutions. So let me just give you – this is real brief, right? First of all, our kids are bored. You understand that? You know no. what boredom does to a grown man? Yeah, they jump out of planes and do all type of extravagant things, right? Well,
3: I don't know whether you call that being bored. That's just being adventurous, you know. I don't think that's
9: being okay. bored. Well, we go call it adventurous. I guess these—they they doing a dangerous adventurous Cause, thing. Cause that you I, call I, it I've that. jumped out so of a plane like before.
3: This. Hold on, I, hold on. I've jumped out of a plane before, but I wasn't bored. I was scared to death when I did it, but I wasn't bored. And I didn't do it because I was bored. But go ahead, I hear you.
9: Okay, but listen, these kids have a lot of time on their hands, right? When they get out of school, if they don't have no job, they're not utilizing their time. That's what they're doing—they're running the streets, well, right? Well, but they they're still – hold
3: on—they're still supposed to be in school, not like they, they get. And there's plenty of jobs out there, uh, you know. They can. Every every fast food restaurant you come by, and there's
9: hundreds of them around. They have uh, uh, signs. They're looking for people to work. True. I know that. That's not true. I know that. I know that. That's what I'm saying. They need to do that. They need to go to work to utilize that time. But what I'm going to tell you is this, that you can't always blame the parent. Because you can have a loving father, a loving mother, do everything for you. And someone with bad intentions can come influence your child because he's young and his mindset is not right. You feel what I'm saying? I guarantee if you do a study, I don't care if one of your youngest nephews or something, You get somebody to influence them online, I guarantee you within a month they'll probably have them ready to go kill something. I'm telling you, these youngsters are very influenced, especially by the media. But let me get back to my point at hand. Our kids need financial literacy. If all my black posts is kind of slow as a snail, when, you, when I say financial literacy, I'm not talking about going to get a job and yeah. paying some bills. Yeah. I'm talking about our kids learning about credit, learning about RRAs, yeah. learning about life insurance, things of that nature yeah. that will help them further their life. You feel me? I hear it shouldn't you. be no Yeah, it, it makes no sense for our people to have all this information, but we crying. Right. Everything we need is in a book. They tell you if you want to keep something from a black man, put it in a book because yeah. they ain't going to read nothing they gonna go on YouTube and whatever somebody say, they're just gonna go with it. And they're not gonna read nothing, study nothing, nothing. So that's what we need to find out in literacy, right? Excuse my language, I'm kind of flutter right now, but, and then we need skill building. We need these cats to be... I was talking to an old welder cat, right? Old school welder, right? Yeah. He say he can't even retire because there's not nobody
3: to fill his position. Well, hold on. Hold on. At Woodward High School, <laughs> they've got these uh, plumbers and all kind of stuff, uh, uh, classes over <laughs> there at Woodward. You can take this stuff up go while though. going to
9: school. Who are all going to Woodward? Everybody, they they line everybody
3: to go there to do, take the class? Well, I'm sure whoever tries to get in there can probably get in there.
9: I'm sure. But, but listen, Lincoln, I got a solution for that. I told you I'm not here to just talk about problems. I got solutions. Why don't we utilize all these churches all of them nonprofit they ain't paying no bills. Utilize these churches four or five days a week. You got church members in their older cats that got these skills: welding skills, carpentry skills, and all these skills. Let them volunteer their time. They don't have to get paid. They getting paid by the Lord. You feel me? This it, is their or whatever they want to call it. it so they come good. and volunteer at all these churches around our community and build these children's skills up to have them something to do. You feel what I'm saying? It's not really that hard. Our people are lazy. We didn't get. Lazy and we don't want the white man to do everything for us. And if he don't do it, we gonna blame him for everything that happens. So it makes no sense. Well, man. So the, a moron. Hold like on
3: it. a second. Most of the people you're talking about with these skills are probably still working and utilizing those skills, and they don't have time to, to do anything with these kids when they work all day, they're tired. They got to get rested, get up and go work the next day. And utilizing all these churches, these churches, they're trying to cut down on the amount of uh, electric they spend. They can barely pay the electric bill. What are you talking about? They don't pay the bill. Well, these churches can barely pay the, the electric brother. bill. That's the problem with That's a-, a reality. That is fact, man. That's fact. I'm telling you, Man, utilize. Have- look, utilize the schools which have them now, and they've got great oaks, scarlet oaks. They've got all kind of ways these kids can get these this training they need out there.
9: Okay, now why, why don't we do this? As as black men, we got a lot of black, good black men in different communities all over our city. We all come together. It only take ten from each neighborhood. You feel me? A hundred people in one, sh- you can run the city with a hundred people on the legal side. You feel me? What? So just imagine what we could do on the legal side. You feel me? It's like we got to stop with all these problems and, and, and start understanding some solutions. And then let me ask you this one thing. Our people don't understand about whole life insurance and recoverable living trust. You feel me? You got these kids out there. Can you hear me waking?
3: I hear you. Loud and
4: clear.
9: You got these kids. Out, now, I'm, 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 I'm talking to the parents out there. If your child is out there acting wild and you know it, and you allowing that behavior, I advise you to get life insurance. You feel me? Because nobody yep. got time You're for right. y'all. You're right. Calling in. Talking about y'all need to sell some plates to bury
3: your child. Okay, hold on. You, you are absolutely right about that. And it wouldn't cost any more than, you know, I would say probably you could get enough money. You could get an insurance policy with enough money to bury your child. Uh, for less than twelve dollars a month, I- I'm just I'm guessing I'm it, that less than twelve dollars a month, and money you would waste on beer and cigarettes and some uh, getting your
9: nails done. Yes, sir. And that the pro- and what it is is laziness, man. I'm just, I hate to say it to my people, I love y'all to death, and we're not talking about all of us. No, we're not. You feel me? The responsible yeah. people out there. But it's like the responsible people out there is not holding the irresponsible people accountable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just want to keep blaming everything on the white man. We're trying to get away from them. You feel me? We're trying to separate from them in order to build ourselves. We was better when we were separated. As soon as we integrated, all these problems came. Now we don't wear fair. Ain't no man in the house with the. It's just chaos, man. So we got to all get back to the fundamentals, man. You feel me? I and feel you, Sean.
3: I got it, know. I run. don't want
9: to take up so much. I know other people want to call. I just want to, i just say one more thing, man. Yeah. Regan, yeah. your show is a blessing, brother. You just don't know that. You hear me? All right, When Shawn. you voice things on your show, people hear, and things get done. So I just want to God bless you, brother. Appreciate you. We love you.
3: Thanks for your call, Sean. Unbelievable. I mean, he's telling the truth. Certain parts of it is true. He's right about, you know, the GoFundMe pages and all this when it would take. a month or less. I'm sure for a young kid, insurance is cheap when they're that young. Insurance is so cheap when they're 13, 14, 15. Life insurance is so cheap when they're that age. And he's right on point. But as far as the training and stuff, they've got that stuff available now in the schools. Some different schools have different programs. And I'm not sure how you get into the scarlet oaks and the white oaks or whatever those oaks are out there. I'm not sure how they get into that, but I'm sure they could get into it. But you got to want to do it. That's the problem. You got to want to do it. I'm sure there's plenty of spots open out at Woodward High School for their plumbing and. Electric or whatever else they have classes out there. I saw some of the plumbing work they were doing and stuff like that. They got classes out there for that. And if you want to do it, you can get in there and do it. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. 12.30, the buzz. Twelve
4: thirty,
3: WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware, on a Thursday, and uh, let's go to the Dukester. Find out what is cooking at the Dukester. What's cooking today? Hey, good
0: morning. Hello. Buzz listeners, and happy February first. Weather's going to be kind of nice today, so this might be a great day to get out and take a nice walk around the neighborhood. It also good day to come over to the Dukester and grab yourself a great meal and get a free side dish to go along with your meal. Now, for you folks that have birthdays coming up and you're looking for a nice rental hall to throw a super birthday party, we have the perfect venue for you. It won't cost you an arm and a leg. We'll even cater to food for you, or you can bring your own. For more information on our rental hall, give us a call at 513-761-2300. Now to do the menu for today is our honey barbecue chicken wings with baked beans and potato salad, or come on by for our crispy catfish nuggets with collard greens and candied yams. Now today you can get two Queen City Mets hot or mild with onion rings and coleslaw, but my pick for today, Lincoln, is our big smothered pork chops with black eyed peas over rice, smothered cabbage, and hot buttered cornbread. Have a blessed day, everybody. We'll talk at you later. Those
3: uh, Queen City sausages sound pretty good. The hot ones, not the mild. Gotta have the hot. Oh,
0: yeah, we got them both, Lincoln.
3: All right, we'll check you out. All
0: right, talk to you
3: later. All right, that's the Dukester with those Queen City sausages, hot or mild. Put a little mustard on them. Oh, man. you good to go. All right, let's move along. 513 749 1230. Coming up later on, I've got tickets to give away to Audra McDonald. She'll be a music hall. Uh, this coming Sunday at 7.30. You don't want to miss that. I've got the tickets for you right here coming up, so you better keep listening. Let's go to David Whitehead. David, how you doing?
15: It's, I'm good, Lincoln. You surprised me. I thought I was down the line. Well, I, I
3: moved you on up. I know you're a hardworking I, man.
15: Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I just want to uh, touch base on that code switching. Oh, yes. And Yeah, so we need to understand that there's a time and a place for all actions and all Methods of communication. Mm-hmm. And I think what we get caught up in, in the thinking everything is code switching, it's just basically talking in a comfort language for the person, people you're dealing with, mm-hmm. acting in a certain way in appropriate places. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I keep talking to these kids about. Mm-hmm. You can do all you want to do, goof off around your friends. yeah, But when an adult comes in the room, mm-hmm. you need to switch it up. Yeah. That's the code switching that's important. Mm-hmm. I know I grew up in Avondale. So and my mom taught most of the kids in Avondale through uh, Columbia School how to read. Yeah. So so slang wasn't allowed in my household. So I had to figure out how to navigate that because I got tired of getting in fights because people thought I thought I was better than them mm-hmm. because I talked in full sentences or you know I congregated you know I would I would just do things different than what my community and the people around me were doing. Mm-hmm. So. And then yeah. the last caller you just had, just real quick, and this last thing on this, we have to stop as people volunteering other people's time. If you want to do something, go right, do it. Right, go right, be active. right, right, Bring the people that you know with you. Don't volunteer somebody else's time. I hear that all the time, people calling, well, somebody need to do this, somebody need to do that. Somebody, who, 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 aren't you somebody? Didn't you be out there doing nothing? You're
2: right.
3: People people do. They spend other people's money, and they volunteer. Other people's
15: money, other people's time, (laughs) all that stuff. And we need to get insurance even if our kids aren't at risk. Yes, yes. That's another thing. He was very right on that. Stop having these fish fries, chicken fries, selling T-shirts. Go fund me. Go figure out a way in order to get you at least a term policy. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing else until the kids can pay for themselves. You're right.
3: I mean, and it's so cheap, so cheap.
15: Yeah. All but right. Last thing, Lincoln, I can never get off here without telling people, make sure you're registered to vote. Make sure your friends are registered to vote. We have until February the 20th for this primary. If you miss the primary, still go get registered to vote so you'll be available for the general election. All right. Hey, All th- right. Th- Thank- th- you, sir.
3: thanks for your call. All right. Uh, uh, thanks for coming back, DJ Diamond. DJ Diamond in the studio here. He was walking out the door. I got to do- <laughs> talk to you about doing my family reunion. Uh, that's coming up. <laughs> you're going to be able to do it. I know we were supposed to do it before the pandemic. and Yeah. yeah but so the...
16: I'm a man of my word. Okay. So I will still honor that. That's... And it's, it's an honor to do your family reunions. <laughs> Such a man of, you know what I'm saying, with legendary status to yourself. <laughs> I'm now, honored. <laughs> now, you're supposed to be in a big uh, DJ battle with uh, uh, Vader. Is that
3: still going on?
16: Yeah, it's going down uh, February 16th at the Mega corp Pavilion. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a, a battle. battle. I yeah. think we both going to get up there and uh, celebrate um, 50 years of hip-hop, and we're really going to showcase why we are two uh, Cincinnati's giant DJs. Yeah, yeah. And sharing are- the stage with my counterpart is something I'm looking forward to. All right. So it's not a competition; we're okay. just showcasing our okay. talent.
3: And and the copy reads the DJ battle between. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, what the copy. That,
16: that, that, that's that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But if the, if, if that's how they want to sell it, you know, to get folks in the building, that's fine. But it's just really no competition yes. because we both, you know, what I'm saying respect each other's skills skill set. Yes. Yes. DJ Diamond, the man. <laughs> All right. Well, good to see you. I don't see you much. You know, we don't see each
3: other much. You come in while I'm on the air and. You're doing your uh, mixing over there
16: at the Wiz and all kind of stuff, you know? I'm just trying to stay busy, man. All right. I hear you. (laughs) It's better that
3: way for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. DJ Diamond, good to see you. Take care, brother. All right. We'll talk to you. I'll give you a call and give you more information. My good brother. All right. Let's uh, move along. Let's go to the White Lion. What's up?
17: What's up, man? We got some sunshine out here today? Looks like it. Yeah, a little bit, man. It's looking good out here today. Yes. Hey, uh, I saw I was listening to you, man. What, what's the name of this code you was talking about?
3: It's called uh, code switching. There's no name for it. It's called code switching.
17: Okay, yeah, because you know, and I you, deal do with that of, you do too, a little bit. You do a little bit
3: of that when you're around black folks. You try to talk
17: like you black and, and stuff I'm like saying, that. That's what Man, I deal with that stuff too, man. Like when I go to my barber shop or to my weed man's house. Like sometimes I want to talk about how good the mayonnaise is on my sandwich. I want to talk about. What's up with Travis and Taylor Swift? You know what I'm saying? But like, I gotta switch it up. I can't talk like that when I'm around those kind of people. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that man. That's that's not cool. We need yeah. to, we need to fix that. I need yeah, to be able I like to. That. I need I need to be able to be me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Geez. Like, that's all. You know, I wouldn't. Um, so you know, I've been sitting here, man. You know, the first day when all this news came out about that stuff happening downtown, instantly, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, this is an attack against white people. Blah blah blah. I, I don't think it is, man. I think they're, it's, it's, they're targeting everybody. Um, you know, I, I often think, Lincoln, you know, had you listened to me oh, okay. about a year ago, none of this stuff would be going on.
3: And what did you say a year ago?
17: Well, like I brought up, and I know it sucks to hear, but the, these this is a part of the plan. This is a part of the design. Marcus, shout out Marcus. You know, Marcus calls in. He's always telling you the truth, but you, we always want to, you know, put him down and blah, blah, blah. But the and like truth he said, according they're to you. seeing the stuff on the Internet, Lincoln. It's an algorithm that's purposely set up to get to your children to show them that these violent kind of acts mixed with music are cool, that it's acceptable. And all through their social media, they're seeing where these kids are stealing, nothing happening, Democratic lawyers, Democratic, Democrat, Demo- it, it's pushed down your throat. Your community is being set up, my friend. I've tried to say this. I get put off as a racist because I say these. And all I want is for you guys to to be happy and live well. And But, like, I've sat here the last couple of days and heard people call in, and they're constantly saying the things that i've always said and it just baffles like do you ever think like man dang white lion said that white lion said <laughs> no that. i never you think, think that. that
3: no i never do never do oh, okay
17: okay <laughs> well, right. so you know okay and and the real reason yes. i'm calling in today yes. is the other day i called in and this is going to be the last thing cuz i know you got to go you're busy um i have i've had time to reflect i called in i hung up and i listened cuz i you know i like to hear other people's yeah. opinions yeah and then you had can't get right call in here and talk about how I'm an idiot.
3: Can't get right. Who is can't get right? Simple Bill.
4: Oh, oh,
17: okay. And you mean to tell me this, is this I mean, maybe I need to get my life better. Because, I mean, this is the same dude a couple weeks ago talking about how zebras had spots. You know what I'm saying? And I got this dude calling me an idiot. I got to run.
3: Now, oh, let me ask you this before you go. Why doesn't the algorithm affect white kids.
17: Okay, but now listen, it does. It does, but okay, but now hear me out. This goes along with the lines of the education. That's where it starts first. Look around, Lincoln. There is a problem in the black community with your education. They are lowering the standards. They are not really caring that you're not coming to school. It is, okay, Ice Cube just did a interview with Bill Mayer. I don't know how long ago. I don't want to say wrong because then somebody will be like, oh, it was six months ago. It was a year. Look up the interview with Ice Cube and Bill Mayer, and he'll tell you right out of his own mouth that they were pressured into making songs and only allowing songs that promoted death, fatherless homes, doing drugs. And and what good is going to come from that? Yeah. What Uh, good is going to come from that?
3: Well, you might be right about that part of everything you said. Hey, Mark, Uh, I did hear that one. All right. Mark this day, day, mark this day down what before you go? Did you,
17: that you agreed with me and I'm oh right. Oh, my
3: goodness. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. On that one little segment there. Don't get it twisted. On that little segment. All right. We're going to take, uh, let's see, we'll take a break and then we'll come back. Don't forget, coming up later on, tickets to Audra McDonald at Music Hall for one night only. She'll be here on Sunday, February 4th at 730 at Music Hall. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz.
4: Big Stuff, who do you think you are, Mr. Big Stuff, you're
3: never going to get my love. 1230, WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, a little bit of Gene Knight, Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are, Lincoln Ware, till one, coming up at one, Sharpton, keeping it real. Let's go to my good friend,
15: Too Sweet. Hey, too Nick, Sweet. I want to get this in me for my phone so that I can up. What I wanted to call and disagree with Ray Link when he was yeah. talking about the teenagers when they get a certain age, you give up on them.
4: You
15: yeah. can't save them. And I think about all the coaches and rec centers that turned a lot of guys that, that started off real bad as badass kids. Yeah. And the first people, oh, God, here you go. Yeah. The first people that came to mind, Link, was George Foreman, Mike Tyson, yeah. and uh, 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 Barry White. Their yeah. lives got turned around. If it wasn't for those, those organizations, those nonprofits, those rec centers, and those coaches, a lot of us that went in front of Benjamin Schwartz turned our lives around. So yeah. no way. You don't give up on them.
3: Yeah. All right. Get you should have rid-
15: checked him on that, Link.
3: Get rid of that uh, Obama phone you got there. <laughs> I will do it, buddy. <laughs> okay. He's a Trump man. He needs to get rid of that Obama phone. Unbelievable. All right. Lindsay.
7: Good morning, Link.
3: How you doing, Lindsay?
7: Hey, I'm all right. How about yourself?
3: I'm hanging in there. What's up? Hey, look,
7: I want to holler about the kids. You know that. Hey, look, man, uh, intervention is always, I'm always saying intervention is needed. And I think intervention inside of our elementary school started at the age of eight. We should talk about the uh, things that goes on within the uh, family, within the community. Uh, intervention should be having uh, maybe twice a twice a month family meetings, have, you know, discussed the family dynamics uh, with our kids. Uh, We don't recognize that their intake and their growth and development, it all comes from what they hear. And when you're surrounded with the TV with violence, when you're surrounded with the music with violence, when you're surrounded with your neighbor, with your hood talk, which is violence, everything is violence, that intake goes inside of that little brain, and it stays inside of that little brain. I understand why our kids are acting the way they act. It don't have anything to do with boredom, because violence and cussing, has become a trillion dollar business, yes. not a billion dollar business. Yes, I agree. A trillion dollar business.
3: Now I agree with you there. That's true. And, sure.
7: and look, you hear people talking about, I wasn't cussing. Cussing gets you paid today. Series <laughs> yeah. radio gets you paid today. Yes. All of those derogatory terms that we use among each other. You know, it keeps that negative yes. energy going among our kids. I would
3: love to be able to talk like Joe Madison talks on his show. You know yeah, what I, I mean? Know.
7: You have your <laughs> Joe, and all that. Yeah. Maybe you probably fill it up. I would
3: love to be able to <laughs> say some things to some people, but I can't do it in this terrestrial radio. I just can't, can't do it. But I, I hear what you're saying, Lindsay. You're right. It's, it is a big business being able to, to cuss and say stuff and and uh, say negative things—that's big business.
7: And so when you hear the kids emulate what they see, what they hear all the time, especially in the low-income neighborhoods that we're really speaking of that little maybe three or four percent of our young black youth that's participated in that life, that's what we're talking about. When I speak about those children or water boys, these are kids that already have some direction and have some path, have a journey to follow, have a mentor, already set in you know in that way. But the ones that you need to reach, like I was telling Sister V at the Rose Guard, if you can't connect, you're not going to make a breakthrough. You talk all this stuff, but before you can motivate one of these buckwild youngsters, you have to connect. And I'm not speaking about my past life to connect. Hell to yeah. the no. I have a free, free spirit. When I get around youngsters, they just... Open up. And all I do is navigate that energy to who they need to talk to. Like I was telling Sister V, if I want to go talk to some kids, it would have to be somebody like Iris or Sister V, completely opposite of me.
4: Yeah.
7: I can make the breakthrough. I can open it up. I can connect because I'm just like them kids. I'm still like them kids. I'm just an older version. Oh. And all what I done went through, I could, they can avoid that. And nobody speaks about making a breakthrough because they don't know how. All right, and then when you get a sucker like me to come on, that wants to volunteer his time, they won't, they, 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 they won't give you the I time did of it day. In Cali and it's written about, and God. they
3: won't give you the time of day, Lindsay, when you come to them and try to get them to use yeah, you. They,
7: look, it's all good hugs, <laughs> kisses, and yeah, send me this, give me your email. I got personal yeah. phone numbers, all right. this crap, right. but my name don't come up, got but it. it will.
3: All right, Lindsay, thanks for your go. All right, that's uh, Lindsay and. Uh, Yeah, they give him the runaround. Yeah, we'll get with you. Yeah, that sounds like great, a good program. We'll get with you. But I'm the only one that lets him get his voice out there. You're welcome, Lindsey. Al, how you doing?
12: (laughs) Respect, love, and blessings, Lincoln. Thanks for taking my call. What's up? Um, I just want want to make a a couple comments, just something real quick on what Lindsey was talking about. Um, As far as, like, when we curse, um, there's only one definition for a curse. And when, you, oh, when you're cursing God. at somebody, you're putting a curse on oh, them. Oh,
3: my goodness. See, why do you come with all this bull crap? Well, you know what we were talking about. People, when you say a, a, a bad word or something, people call it cursing. That's not if, – if I call you a bad word, I'm not putting a curse on you. I'm cursing at you. Okay. So, why are you trying to make so things how, so complicated, Al? How
12: many – okay. It, okay, to – To um. Get rid of all the confusion. How many ways can you spell curse?
3: Oh, my God. I don't know. How many well, ways can you spell curse? I don't know.
12: Just one. Just okay. One. It only has one definition. What? But you, and, okay, just, you can, okay, you can have more
3: than one definition for that. You can even spell it a different way. So what are you talking about?
12: Okay. To get off of that. Um,
3: you can I'm, spell it with a five, K
12: if you wanted to. <laughs> you know Say that again. You can spell curse with a K if you wanted to. Yeah, it'll have the same meaning, though. (laughs) And and all I'm saying is, the other day I called and asked you if you read Deuteronomy 28.
3: Oh, I haven't read. You know, That's on my list to do. It's on my to-do list. Read Deuteronomy 28. That's on my list. And I'm slowly crossing stuff off, but I'm not there yet.
12: You can even listen to it on your way home. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm just saying, you can. Okay. I mean, that that that's an and option. and
3: and when I listen to it, I may interpret what it's saying different than what you're interpreting it as saying.
12: And you know what? That's fine. But once you get finished reading it, you will ask for clarity, and there's only <laughs> one that can give you the clarity that you need, and that's the Creator of all oh things. My, and what if and the Creator don't everything. feel like
3: giving me the clarity? He, I, <laughs> how many people on on Earth here? Why is he just gonna pick me to give me the clarity?
12: Because he cares about you. He loves you. We <laughs> love all Oh of my us. god! Okay, he okay. wants he wants you to come home. Oh, he wants you to come home. Oh boy! And and you know, so being does Sharon. Free, say that again.
3: I said, so does Sharon. She wants me to come home.
12: I hey, and she's probably <laughs> been trying to she's probably been trying to get you to read the Bible ever since y'all met. <laughs> yeah.
3: Maybe maybe not her, but her parents probably have. Her
12: parents well, have. Mean, Somebody, somebody that loves yeah. her
4: yeah.
12: and somebody that loves you has probably been trying to do yes. it. You know, that's why you got so many people in your ear trying to get you to do so. Oh because, boy. yes, your voice, your influence can hold a lot of weight. All right. Al. The creator of all things, he knows that. He's put on your heart that you might want to open up a ministry. All that saying is, you might, when you retire from the radio, want to bring glory Welcome to the Church of Lincoln, Ware. I'm going (laughs) to preach to you today.
3: I'm going to put something (laughs) on your heart. I'm going to wait before I do anything else, reach in those jeans and pull out that green as that plate passes you by.
4: Hallelujah.
12: You know what? That's pretty good. And I think you've always had that in you. (laughs) And one day you're going to put that on, you know, full display and you're going to be amazed. Al, thanks for your coming. I got to go.
3: I got to go. I got news coming up, Al. Thanks for your call. And, uh, yes, you can't lose with the stuff I use. Let's take a break, and we'll come back. 12.30, The Buzz.